0: He's realizing Jiggy Jaguar is better than me. So, I'm totally serious about that too. Jiggy
1: Tyler Hollywood will never live that down. It is the world-famous G Jaguar radio program, 2 Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 48 minutes after the hour. The great Josh Bernstein with us today. He is live each and every week on uh, television. He's got the radio program. He does a lot of uh, hard-hitting pieces. He's a political writer as well, and uh, the host of the Josh Bernstein Show. And uh, Josh, um, my my former uh, and I, I guess old, uh, he's going to hate it when I I called him old, but uh, my my old cameraman, Ross Long, who now lives in Colorado, and the only reason he's there is because pot is legal and all these things, I haven't talked to him since he left, and uh, one of the things that Ross used to say all the time is, get out, just get out, and so today... (laughs) Let's talk about the Republican candidates that just need to get out. Um in our last segment Michael Murphy was uh was was expanding on the fact that there's a lot of these guys that are in this Process still that are that are <laughs> that are the Walking Dead. These guys don't realize that they're not in it anymore. Um, first of all, I want to I want to pick on the guy that everybody thought was going to be the big front runner, and it was just going to be over. Jeb Bush. What are your thoughts on Jeb Bush?
0: Well, he looked like a beaten, uh, rejected, and dejected man up there on the stage. Uh, it didn't really seem like he had anything to really talk about. And in this age of the anti-politician, uh, all he did was talk about him being a politician, his record in Florida. And I hate to say it, but in the year 2015, what you did in politics, in some respects, is actually a detriment to your resume, Yes. Cancer. <laughs> and I think that it's clear to see that as part of the establishment, uh, he's pretty much on his way
1: out. We've got Josh Bernstein with us today. He joins us live here on our broadcast. He is a uh, representative of AMAC. And uh care is a, is, is a big, big deal with these debates. And uh, one of the guys that, that seems to be, every once in a while, I'll catch some sound bites he says here and there. But, uh, and he was in the, the early debate, Lindsey Graham. <laughs> Why is he still in this? Does he not realize it's over for him and this whole thing about being president?
0: Yeah, you know, I I don't know why. And, you know, I actually said um, on the show that's going to be airing later tonight, I said instead of having a kid's table, they should have had the kid's table, the teenager's table, and the adult table. Or just eliminate the other two tables and just have six people up there on the stage. I honestly, this time around, didn't even bother watch the kids table debate at all so I I couldn't tell you anything about it all I know is that the one person on that debate stage on the kids table should be on the main stage and he's not and that's Bobby Jindal he's the only one that I really like uh, on the lower lower tiers but ultimately I think this should have been a debate between Donald Trump Jeb Bush Marco Rubio Dr. Ben Carson uh, Ted Cruz and who am I forgetting uh, Carly Fiorina, yes. it should have been an, a, a debate between those folks right there. That way, we would have been able to get some, uh, some substantive information. But ultimately, this debate wasn't really a debate. This was more of a public execution by the three moderators. I mean, it's unbelievable. <laughs> yes. I mean, look, Kim Jong-un, the Ayatollah, and Vladimir Putin would have been more fair and these three idiots uh,
1: from CNBC—it was a disaster. We've got Josh Bernstein with us today. He joins us live, talking uh, about the debates and uh, also talking about some of these folks that that just need to just get out of this race. And one of the things that I that I noticed, and I don't know if this is if this is just me being me <laughs> or if this is a, a subtle thing but I noticed the, the the night of the debate as soon as the debate was over with everybody was talking uh, I, I flipped over to the young Turks and some of the other liberal media and they were talking about the fact that well Ted Cruz uh, uh, we barely heard anything out of Ted Cruz he's done he's out of there blah blah Ted Cruz is done then the next day uh, Limbaugh Beck, and savage. All were well. Ted Cruz won this thing. Up, uh, Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz, and I'm like, somebody's talking about Ted Cruz. What, 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 what? Why are we all of a sudden talking about Ted Cruz on both sides of the uh, political spectrum here?
0: Well, I think that he basically had had enough, and what he said was, "Look, we don't want to talk about this type of things that you know these horrible questions, you know." And then he went off and he and he said, "You asked this person about this and this person about that." Yep. And, not supposed to be a cage match and and thank god that he did say that because look and i've said this many many times before in the past we don't want to be compassionate conservatives okay that's like yes. a, a volvo with a gun rack okay it doesn't make any sense we want to be combative conservatives and the more combative we are with the media then the more they're going to realize that they can't continue to ask us the same types of gotcha questions because Mm -hmm. they will be exposed for their bias on live national television.
1: Last night, or the other night, was a glimpse
0: of what could be if more candidates would act like Ted Cruz and Donald Trump.
1: We've got uh, the fabulous Josh Bernstein with us today. He joins us live. He's got a uh, bang-up television project that he does each and every week, as well as his political writing and uh, his his radio programs that's heard coast-to-coast. Now, with this um, situation, with the the debates now being uh, one of the big stories we've been talking about today, is the fact that the RNC and the GOP are like, we're done with NBC. (laughs) we're done we're leaving we're doing other things uh one of the things that michael murphy and frank Savalto from the new media journal floated earlier today is why don't we just put this thing on pay-per-view charge a dollar um (laughs) take all the money at the end of this thing and donate it to a worthy cause uh do you think something like that could take place and be successful
0: well, if you noticed right after the, uh, the you know the post-debate analysis, certainly you weren't going to watch it on CNBC, so you probably went to Fox or what have you, and Sean Hannity actually offered to host a debate, moderate a debate, and he said, hey, I don't know if Rush or Levin would be interested in doing it, but I'm willing to throw my hat in the ring. I would love to do something like that. And i think that the next debate needs to be that way we need to get off of these left-wing media outlets and we need to have a substance debate with real issues and real questions and have it moderated by someone that really truly wants to see what the differences are between these candidates and uh, if if it's pay-per-view for a buck
1: or whatever That would be be awesome. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I mean, I kind of like that idea. I think it's pretty cool because you're kind of controlling everything that way, but more importantly, we need to get uh, a real debate with the real issues so that we can start exposing who the rhinos are and who the conservatives are. We can already kind of tell but ultimately these debates have been Let's destroy the Republican Party, every single one of the candidates, and let's try to make them look unelectable. And that's what it's been about. And shame on the RNC and Reince Priebus for not either recognizing that or not caring enough to continue to sanction debates,
1: knowing that they're going to treat the candidates as such. We've got Josh Bernstein with us today. He hosts the Josh Bernstein Show Fridays at 6 on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. And uh, before we let you go, uh, give us a preview of the show this week, my friend.
0: Well, we're going to do a Halloween special uh, show, and uh, it's going to be tonight, and it's on StarWorldWideNetworks.com, StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Let's not forget, I'm also a spokesman for the great group AMAC, yep, uh, yep. the Association of Mature American Citizens, and you can go check them out. It's www.amac.us, www.amac.us, we the conservative alternative to groups out there like AARP. Uh, on the show tonight, I am going to have an expose on Bohemian Grove.
1: I don't ah, know it. yes. Maybe
0: you do. A lot of people don't know what it is. And I have uh, a gentleman, Zachary King, who's going to be on the show. He has been at Bohemian Grove over 15 times. Wow. He's a former Satanist who has now converted to Christianity. And the show is going to blow everybody's mind because we are going to go into Bohemian Grove from the inside out from someone that has been there, has taken place there, and uh, and has experienced it firsthand. So it's going to be a, a Halloween spectacular. <laughs> you know. That's why I brought him on, because it's going to be kind of
1: ghoulish and creepy and all that good stuff. But uh, check it out, starworldwidenetworks.com, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Well, I appreciate it, my friend. Uh, good luck with the television project this evening, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Happy Halloween, my friend.
0: Happy Halloween. And appreciate remember, it. And remember, the greatest uh, holiday that liberals love is Halloween because they get to the knock on doors and ask for handouts.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it, Josh. Later, my friend. That is fantastic. It is, uh... <laughs> oh, my God!